0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Here's For Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories... From around the world, we talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my
2: partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how is it going? I am great, Connor. I'm very excited to announce that. I've studied the numbers, yeah. I've plugged them all into every algorithm I can find, Okay. and we are the best people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> how many people did you serve?
2: Well, uh, I looked in the mirror... Yeah, and I thought, "Fucking, there's the lad right there."
1: Well, no and need then, to ask any more questions. I think that one is not, already
2: set. I looked at a picture of you, and I said, "This might skew the results," <laughs> and put it back
1: down. But I, I bet a hundred. He's at fifty. 75. That's still pretty good. That's a (laughs) B. If anyone has not noticed already, I am coming from under a waterfall, as it is. We've talked about it, as I feel, every single week during December, but it is lashing rain in Ireland. You would be shocked to know.
2: We've decided to incorporate uh, the Weather Channel Mm. into this weird news podcast.
1: There's ASMR... channels about that on youtube i think we should get into that market and if we could incorporate weird news with also wanting to go to sleep it could open a
2: whole new avenue of doors just get really close to the mic and be like florida man (laughs) ew (laughs) i don't like when he's that close to me (laughs) <laughs> no, oh, I've heard that before.
1: <laughs> oh, every single day. <laughs> um, so, so this is weird news. What do we do here?
2: You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world, and you are about to read them all out to me, uh, a man who has not heard any weird news, um, completely untouched by weird news mm-hmm. in his entire yeah. life. In the a previous one hundred and twelve episodes don't guess. Yeah, hundred twelve. No, they don't and also that you. Also that time we did it on the radio before this, that doesn't count either. Can uh, you believe
1: they let us on the radio doing this show? It is amazing no. that we come... If, if you think about it, we've actually gone backwards.
2: <laughs> In a way, but I do remember that one time on the radio, I think I said, like, bum or poop or something, and I, like, held myself back, like, Can I say that? Whereas <laughs> now... I can drop C words everywhere if I want.
1: You can drop a million bums and poops if you want.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, I just might. Stay listening to find out.
1: <laughs> um, also, before we get to new first news story, I just want to say, if you're listening to this on whatever podcast platform you're using, it would really help us out just giving us a like and review. Um, it really helps us out just in, in regards to the algorithm, computer stuff. We don't understand it, but apparently it just it's good. But yeah, it just, it's just works. even, if, look, we'll even if you just click the five stars, just click
2: five. But if you think we're shit, yeah. click a one. <laughs> maybe, well, maybe click a five anyway. Just fucking reverse psychology, you know? Uh, I think on Spotify it's just a little heart. Just press the heart. That'd be lovely. Uh, we'll give you time. We'll wait. We'll wait while yeah. you do that. In the meantime, Connor will regale us with his favourite countries, beginning with G um, Georgia,
1: Gambia, uh, Democratic Republic of Gang. Ga-
2: Oh, his dyslexia hit him again. I'm so sorry, folks. I've let you all down. I really thought
1: Democratic Republic of Congo was going to come in under the G.
2: (laughs) Of all the (laughs) words in that country, none of them start with G. I
1: thought it was like a a spray approach. Like, eventually one of them was going to have a G somewhere. But no, (laughs) I got
2: lied (laughs) to Just keep saying words until G comes up. But (laughs) I think you've been given enough time to like the episode now. So thank you very much.
1: So we're going to move into our first story of the week, not involving my geography skills. Um, It starts in Italy, Sean. And actually, you could describe this as very forest Gump. Because I have a man argues with wife and walks 450
2: kilometres to cool off. (laughs) What kind of an argument? Wait, four hundred fifty. What's the like uh, proportional length of Italy? <laughs>
1: Hang on. I mean, I think that is the length. What would you have to be arguing about to garner that reaction?
2: What was it about the strength of his legs? Because I think he might have proved her wrong there.
1: <laughs> I just hate that you walk so much. I'll fucking show her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're always gone for so long. Oh fuck's sake. <laughs>
1: Here she goes again, yapping away. Um, so, a man who starved out of his home in the north Italian city of Cobo, after arguing with his wife, went for a walk, a very long walk, ending up 450 kilometres away in La Marche, a week later. The man's odyssey saw him leave his house in Lombardia and head south via Bologna, before being stopped by police in Fano, a town on the Ad- Adriatic coast while out wandering aimlessly at two o'clock
2: in the morning. Aimlessly? Well, he was just... So if he hadn't been stopped, they would have... He would have just kept walking forever. Until the edge of the earth, I can only assume. Well, as Which, as we all know, is flat, mm. and he would have just fallen off. <laughs>
1: I'm, not, I'm not joking here, Sean, obviously. <laughs> Fail geography, <laughs> just
2: want to really clarify that. <laughs> <laughs> um so did they get into de- wait isn't italy under like heavy curfew at the minute um yeah i think the, i think the numbers were going
1: back up so they did go back under curfew under some restrictions but that makes this even more impressive impressive do you think like he was trying to break out of each region as he was going
2: was it like the great escape that he t- <laughs> part of that 450 kilometers is a tunnel
1: but, but there's like four great escapes by the time he gets to the third one he's like for fuck's sake right why did I Fuck. build in
2: a mountain region
1: <laughs> I fucking hate this but I hate her more <laughs> <Fuck> her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after charging the 48 year old With violating Italy's nightly Covid curfew The officers un- unraveled his bizarre story um, The man who Appeared lucid and in my favourite Word of the article Focused <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll show her
1: he, He's lucid but at the same time I'm going to fucking walk Until she knows I'm right That's
2: a That's a Testament to his shoes as well
1: Hmm, yeah (laughs) Okay, yeah We'll ask him what type
2: he's wearing Skechers, I can only assume Connor, he essentially walked from Dublin to Birmingham
1: Yeah, I did that yesterday Just for a laugh
2: Connor, we can't leave our counties.
1: that's fair enough. <laughs> I lied. Don't come to my house um, but uh so despite being cold and tired, he was lucid and focused. everyone remember he's so focused like I just think there's like a fire burning in his eyes, and the police officers are trying to talk to him, and he's like, nah, she was fucking wrong. <laughs>
2: Officer, you would have done the same.
1: <laughs> he told police he hadn't realized that he had covered so much ground on his week long adventure and that he had received food from people he met on the on the way. What,
2: what? Oh, how did he not realise what was going on I suppose he was so focused on the argument he, at hand he's he's lucid but aggressive. <laughs> and that's a dangerous combination. And so he's just there. They're gonna make, like, a movie about this dude and the weird things he got up to on his travels.
1: Yeah, the fact that he said, oh, I didn't notice. Like, what did you think was happening when the sun went down and then came back up seven times?
2: Yeah, or when, like, why did he, why? He he never at one point in that journey thought, maybe I should turn around now.
1: If you just say sorry, maybe she'll let me back in. But he's so focused that he had to have been so right to go that far.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, you wouldn't want to come back and be like, no, actually, I did find that pair of socks. Yeah, yeah, it was my fault. <laughs> you know, this one's on me.
1: My, my bad. <laughs> Drop a few rips in my chat. <laughs> um, also, I
2: am essentially walking on blisters right now. <laughs>
1: So I'd really like those socks wherever they are. <laughs> um, it was then discovered that the man's wife had filed a missing persons report for her husband at the police he headquarters. He was gone for seven course. days, <laughs> and they had a fight, and he never returned.
2: <laughs> she, w- honestly, she might have been like, he might be dead. Like she prepared yeah. himself for the fact that that man died
1: because you would be. You're like your partner walks out. Like, whatever, uh, over what whatever the argument is about, your partner walks out and they just don't come back. <laughs> and it, that was like on the Thursday and the following Sunday, you're like, Jesus, still not back. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> really mad. I bet he was focused.
2: <laughs> and lucid, I heard. <laughs> he, he was slinking out the door, but he looked angry. <laughs> was it one straight walk or did he stop and start, do you think?
1: Oh, I think if you stop, you're never going to get back up without a stretch.
2: Well, look, this man is as focused as he is to walk 450 Mm. kilometres. I think he can handle some light calisthenics.
1: The the man was taken to a hotel where he was fed and given logic, while the next day his wife set out to drive the 450 kilometres to collect her runaway husband.
2: (laughs) Oh, she had to pick him up. Oh,
1: no. (laughs) (laughs) That is a frosty car ride home.
2: It's just like, look, if you're going to be like that, I'll get out and walk. No!
1: <laughs> like, at the, he would pull up and, like, he gets into the car just, and he crosses his arms and just never takes his eyes off the road. And she tries to turn on the radio and he just slaps her hand. <laughs> We're sitting in fucking silence.
2: Presumably some of those radio stories would have been about him.
1: Oh yeah I would say so The man has been christened Italy's forest cub On social media uh, With the newspaper posing the question Had there been no police checks Who knows where he could have ended up
2: <laughs> The sea The sea No he would have walked on the sea Like he might have hit He might have like hit the sea And then just followed along the sand And eventually mm. he'd end up in like Norway And just keep going like
1: just Because if he had gone the other way he would have went the whole way across Europe.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's luckily he came out facing south. Like
1: <laughs> he, can't, he can't turn. <laughs> he's Zoolander. He can't turn left. So <laughs> there's no way he's getting one eighty around. Like, and so
2: it. It look in one way, fair play to him. I mean, because clearly that like that's that's just his. The kind of person he is. If he's angry, he's just gonna take some time to cool down. To walk it off. He must have been so angry. (laughs) I know the extent of this argument. To, like, and presumably, there's still something bubbling inside him, because he didn't stop of his own accord.
1: No. No, like, that's why, like, he must still. She must have to have cages around the house. In case when he gets back, she's like, no, you're not leaving again, okay?
2: Yeah, there's there's like a shock collar, and if he gets outside the perimeter, he just gets electrocuted.
1: Well, this poses the question, Sean. What is the argument about? Uh,
2: It's, I don't know. And like, normally I'd have, I could try to get a funny answer. But in the world of like two people who have literally, they've been locked together for the past year. Yeah, it could be the smallest fucking thing.
1: Oh, we we know everyone knows that feeling when, like, you're having an argument over the stupidest shit, and then afterwards you're just like, "Why were we arguing about that?"
2: Yeah, we and also. We were arguing, but we both agree on it.
1: Yeah, it's like, I want to turn up the volume to 11. I like 12.
2: Well, fuck you. Like, I guarantee this fight was about, like, oh, I want to put honey in the bolognese. It's like, no.
1: (laughs) Yeah, my man does it without the honey. Well, your man's not here, right? You're here now. Well, I'm not fucking eating your shitty no honey bolognese, okay?
2: No, I won't be here for long. I'll I'll go somewhere where I can get... I'll go to the home of Bolognese. Uh, where did he walk to? Como? Greece. No. Greece.
1: No. He gets it wrong. Oh, shit. Now she's going to slag me about that. Uh,
2: like, I I just... I, I fully believe this is a small, dumb argument that got out of hand. But also, any time he leaves the house again after an argument, it'll be... Oh, how long is he going to (laughs) be?
1: Because, yeah, now the stakes have been raised. Now if there's another argument, he's like, do you want me to leave? And he has to give her the eyes like, because I'll fucking go. (laughs) This is not an empty tread.
2: I have done it before.
1: (laughs) Um, So yes, there are a couple in Italy who, I can only assume, had the ferocitest drive back, the 450 kilometres back to their home. Over... I, yeah, I I like to think it's a dumb argument that was probably solved, but he was just so aggressive, and it took a week to overcome his just anger.
2: And even when the police caught him, he's still focused on what he had to do. Like to go back to early lockdown memes, maybe like she threw away his sourdough starter that he'd been oh. cultivating for we- for months.
1: Yeah, he, he'd been fermenting. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. it had it had fermented so hard, but then. It was in the bin, because it looked gross in the fridge.
1: (laughs) Um, So we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And, Sean, I chose this news story specifically for us, because one of the, I would say, the patron saints of the pod here are raccoons. Now, that is a very strange and niche area, but we've only ever had one raccoon story on the show, and it was possibly our... It's probably our favourite weird news we've ever covered here, or definitely top two or three. And
2: Yeah, this was the story of the raccoon boxing ring.
1: The ba- raccoon boxing ring, which is not funny, but it is funny because all the guys were training their raccoons and giving them wrestler names and entrance music and finishers.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, like, as much as we don't agree with animal fighting for sport, that's pretty fucking good.
1: (laughs) Because they they broke it up before they got to get it going, but they then heard one that was called called George Cooney, which, I mean, you can't beat They were all just puns. (laughs) So, I mean.
2: Yeah, and ever since, there's been a raccoon featured on a lot of our, like, um, social media presence. It's been on banners and stuff like that.
1: And so we're starting, or not we're starting, but we're, we're following that first story, Sean, with our next piece. And that is reported burglary in California was a dozen fighting raccoons.
2: A dozen? With a dozen. A, a, a whole 12 raccoons. Yeah. Yes. Right. Now, but before we continue with this story, Connor, this is actually our third raccoon story. Oh? Do you remember uh the 14th of October 2020 <laughs> I remember the date yes well in that in that we uploaded an episode um where it, we talked about a man who met 14 raccoons and a coyote while out on a hike yes yeah so this is as this is the third instance of raccoons on the podcast The second instance Of a group of raccoons on the podcast They're, they're on the move they're, they're forming Like little factions And I love it
1: Police in California responded to a report Of a suspected burglary in progress And arrived to find The cause of the ruckus Actually was caused by about a dozen Brawling raccoons The Richmond brawling? police Brawling The Richmond Police Department said two officers responded to the City Corporation yard after an employee called authorities to report a banging on the administration office door that sounded like a burglar attempting to break in. So this person at the office rang them and was like, there's somebody trying to break in, I'm hearing a lot of banging on the other side of that door.
2: To which the operator replied, nice. <laughs> nice.
1: No, not that type. Like murder. Oh, no. Nice? Oh, that's worse. No.
2: that's
1: <laughs> I think on the phone operator for the police. Nice? No, wait, no, that's not my job.
2: <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I've, let my, I've, I've given myself away here.
1: I'm on 14 warnings. I'm not meant to say nice again. <laughs> um, the caller reported hearing banging on the door like someone was trying to break in the police set. Officers coordinated their response." Buds and set up a perimeter around the building.
2: Okay, so no, no raccoon gets in, no raccoon gets out.
1: At this point, it's a man, it's a man or a woman in there, and they have to take them out. But so they've set up the perimeter, they've done the usual stuff. Maybe they've got the big megaphone. What are your demands? We will match them.
2: They do not negotiate,
1: (laughs) although mentally prepared to take action for an in-progress felony. The crime-fighting duo were at the door and were very surprised to find approximately, when it went through, one dozen raccoons in a physical altercation
2: in the room. Okay, this sounds like two rival gangs of perhaps six (laughs) raccoons a peach.
1: Yeah, yeah, or seven v five.
2: Oh, seven, one, of the, one of them one was a of, traitor They let him a into traitor. a trap <laughs> yes.
1: They all turned up and he was like I'm glad you're here guys And he turned around and he ripped off his shirt And he had the other guy's shirt Underneath his shirt
2: Oh my god And then he, he just walks across the room And turns around, <laughs> shakes hand with the other raccoon leader
1: <laughs> And then the other raccoon leader was like Hello my son
0: <laughs> dun, dun,
1: dun. <laughs> <laughs> well, the mid-limits, right, of these two police officers with their guns out, torches up, and, they, and they're and they going through and they're like, right, they're on the fucking other side of the store, get ready, get ready. They both break in and there's just 12 raccoons kicking the shit out of each other. And,
2: uh, do you... Th- at that point, as a police officer, do you just resign yourself to the fact that oh, this isn't my job, and then you leave, <laughs> or do you still? Does a part of you still suspect that they're robbing the place?
1: Did you want like raccoons are shifty? <laughs> they're a bit fucking. They're up to thievery.
2: They do wear those little masks all the time. I've
1: seen that in a video game. I've I've seen it. Um, this also this next line makes this story and why it's here. When they entered the room, all the raccoons stopped what they were doing and stared at them.
2: <laughs> and then one of them shouted, "Scatter!
1: It's the old Bill! It's the scatter! <laughs> it's the fucking pigs who ratted!"
2: <laughs> oh, I, I bet. I bet who ratted means an entirely different thing in raccoon circles.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, no, I. The, the fact that, first of all, you break into the door, and you're the police officer, and like, you walk in, you're like, holy shit, there's a load of raccoons kicking the shit out of each other, and then, you have that moment where you're like, oh, thank god, it's not a burglary, as you said, but, then they stop, and they all stare at you, there has got to be a second where you think, this is how I die.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, because like, the light of your flashlight would shine off their eyes, so all <laughs> you see is 24 individual beads staring back at you. <laughs>
1: And there's, like, one, like, in the process of standing over the other one, beating the shit out of them, and they both just stop and look up at you. The,
2: uh, the two rival gang leaders, like, look at each other, and they nod Not, as if to say, yeah. oh, we're in a truce. And then they just sprint at you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, there's a split second there where, that moment, in that moment, anything can happen. And oh, you Oh, in that moment, die. nothing
2: makes sense, yeah. Yeah.
1: Because you have to look at your partner and like, are we leaving this room or are we going to die?
2: One of us is certainly going to die.
1: <laughs> I just need to outrun you. I don't need to outrun them. Um, the officers made the decision to engage at that moment. What? And, be- <laughs> and began to wave their arms wildly. Whilst another kicking started kicking random objects and making loud noises.
2: Oh, they're they're playing the insanity card to get away from the raccoons.
1: <laughs> the raccoons like these are guys aren't we're our tide they're just out of the asylum. It's
2: so, like oh it would just it would be too easy.
1: Like when, when when challenged, all the raccoons but one fled westbound.
2: Okay. Yes. Okay. Wait, was the traitor a triple traitor? <laughs> And, well done, boys. You caught the yack. <laughs> I'm glad you're
1: here, Officer Pimento.
2: <laughs> They're over there. He just lights up a cigarette. God, I love my job.
1: <laughs> nice to see you again, George Cooney. <laughs> well done. <laughs> George, it's George from the wrestling ring he's, He ratted out the wrestling ring And now he's going one by one Through each raccoon gang <laughs> He
2: wants revenge he, he, he hates being a raccoon He just wants to be an actor on Eeyore Oh, oh sorry So George Cooney wants to be George Clooney He wants to replicate <laughs> Yeah he wants to replicate his dad's career Obviously Oh, it's George Clooney's son this raccoon. Well, I wouldn't
1: say that there's no paternity test you could take, but like uh, just in George
2: spirit. Nespresso Clooney. Uh,
1: no, that's his brother. <laughs> <laughs> George Nespresso, come here.
2: This is amazing. What so what happened to that one raccoon that hung back?
1: Well, they said the little guy stayed behind and advised officers it was just a family dispute, which I think is a jokingly way to say they covered his tracks. He's a triple agent.
2: Oh, yeah. You don't you don't throw your best man to the fishes like that. No. You, know? you got to keep him in your back pocket. So the next time a raccoon ring uh, builds up, you just drop him in. No one suspects. He's been through enough.
1: <laughs> He's a triple agent. And the police are just like they're just fist bump. <laughs> you did
2: it again, George. <laughs> just like you, you They're they're just like George. Why you could make sergeant in a day? Why don't you go for it? <laughs>
1: You're the best of us, George. My you know, place is here
2: the, on the streets.
1: One of the guys turns around to the other officer. He's like, "Hey, kid, I went through police school with this guy. <laughs> oh, George, me and you had some wild days, didn't we?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this character. I love him so much,
1: George Cooney. And he's just having a fat. Fi- he's just having a cigarette. He's just like. Boys, you don't even know the fucking half, of what they're doing. They're fucking this, planning some shit. The,
2: and, look, guys, I was underco- I was deep undercover for too long. La- the things I've done. <laughs> I'm not the same raccoon man I once was.
1: <laughs> raccoon man. <laughs> he just takes off his mask and it's just another policeman.
2: <laughs> In full uniform.
1: <laughs> full uniform. <laughs> he just, like, breaks out and he's six-foot tree. <laughs> He's just like, "Oh, guys, you know that I am fucking stiff. sitting in that joke, I am
2: stiff. Oh, I need to stretch the old legs."
1: <laughs> um, so there is a reported burglary in California. It was a dozen fighting raccoons. I cannot wait till this pack of raccoons gets caught again. We now know there's a triple agent. It's just up to the. It's up to the news. It's up for George Cooney to strike again
2: and look we're going we're going to keep a close eye on this but mm. we're never going to reveal it while he's undercover it'll always no. be after the fact
1: no because like you don't want to just rat him out like that, that'd be ridiculous
2: yeah like if look it, we can't be the reason george cooney gets whacked you know
1: <laughs> gets whacked <laughs> whack-a-rack.
2: whackarack whack wh- uh, whack wacky wacky races wacky races well that's a good one break that down (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, so we're moving on to our next weird news Sean now we've covered a lot of weird monoliths appearing and disappearing over the last few weeks yeah
2: weekly we've had a new monolith
1: weekly now this week we actually did have news of another monolith appearing in California and then disappearing again but um, it disappeared after it was kinda of destroyed, uh, because a load of lads came down and said these aliens aren't having our stuff. Now I thought that's a bit weird, but sometimes I now starting to think, I'm getting suspicious. Is there copycats around there? When but then I found this new story that kinda of got under the radar because the monolith is taking a lot of the of the action of stolen stolen land pieces. And yeah. so I now have phallic landmark statue in Germany mysteriously disappears.
2: Oh, okay, mm. okay. So now, when you say phallic, con
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: go into more detail it, like for me.
1: It's happy to see you. Like
2: uh, oh, it's got a smiley face on it. I <laughs> yeah, saying
1: it's got a big smiley face on a cock. It's uh, so oh, a mysterious. Right. T- and who erected
2: <laughs> such a thing?
1: So, it'd be a hard job to put that up. Uh, the mysterious disappearance of a phallic-shaped scu- sculpture from a German mountainside where it first appeared without explanation several years ago has oh. caught the attention of local police. Local media reported that police in the Bavarian town of Kempton, about 79 miles southwest of Munich, are investigating the disappearance. Although it wasn't clear whether a crime had even been committed. Uh, uh,
2: is it a crime to leave a big cock and ball somewhere? <laughs> it's Asking not a big for a cock friend. and balls. I want to make that clear. Okay, but in my head, I just want you to know... Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's a big cocking <laughs> <It's
1: laughs> full on. <laughs> like, um, so, we don't know whether it is a criminal offence or not, said the police. Um, the almost seven foot tall, two metre sculpture appeared to have been chopped down over the weekend, the paper reported. All that remained on the 5,000, nearly 6,000 foot high, or nearly 2,000 metre high, mountain was a pile of sawdust and splinters.
2: Oh, what could that mm. mean? Right. So, okay.
1: It's seven foot tall, and all that was left was sawdust and splinters. Now you're you're a man who works with wood, Sean. So oh, no. I'm coming to you with this.
2: Right. Okay. Mm. Now, is it possible that we? Uh, was uh, the only thing that's. Do you wanna know the only fucking thing that's coming to my mind right now? What if it's an ad for chipboard? That's what I was thinking.
1: (laughs) What if it's an ad for Alvin and the Chipmunks?
2: Oh, the squeak will reboot it. (laughs) The
1: the squeak will (laughs) The Dick will reboot (laughs) it. You said it wasn't a dick. You lied! (laughs) So, the peculiar sculpture has become a hotspot destination for hikers in recent years, and even appeared on Google Maps, where it was classified as a cultural cultural monument.
2: Right, okay. Um, Go on. So is this, does it look the same, like the exact same (laughs) as the other monoliths?
1: No, it's nothing to do with them.
2: Right, but it's... A mysterious monolith, nonetheless.
1: That's why it's gone under the radar. Cause all those ones, they're shiny. They're like they're sleek. They're alien-like. This is a big cock of balls, as <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> and I think that's funnier.
2: It 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 absolutely is. Now, is it possible that look, okay this 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 next question is based on information that I'm about to ask you, Connor. Okay. Do you believe? Do you believe in giants?
1: Do I believe? Okay, now I know where you're going with this.
2: Do you? And though? I do, do not
1: think that is a giant's cock.
2: <laughs> I I rescinded my earlier question.
1: <laughs> you think they chopped off a giant's cock, turned it feckin' vertical, and then stuck it on top of
2: a mountain? No, I think the mountain is the giant. <laughs> and it was oh,
1: right! The mountain grew around time. the cock. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it
2: did. Yes, right. it did, Connor. It's a
1: prehistoric cock. Ah, yes.
2: Yeah, we, we've all heard of them.
1: Now, disappeared out of nowhere, and media outlets attributed its sudden appearance on the mountain to a local legend that says it was made as a <laughs> prank. Go on.
2: I was going to say they attributed it to a sexier mountain walking past.
1: <laughs> to a local. To a local legend that says it was made as a prank birthday present for a young man whose family didn't appreciate the gift. Seven feet tall for a prank seems a bit high. That Um, is a lot
2: of effort to go through just to mess with your friend.
1: Either you really don't like him as a friend or you're in love with him.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's a it's a very mixed signal kind of gift, isn't it? <laughs> the The four
1: hundred and forty pound or two hundred kilogram sculpture was then hauled up the mountain the left there. Two hundred kg—that is very heavy. First of all, so it's two hundred kg, seven feet tall, and it was brought up nearly five thousand seven hundred
2: feet. Jesus, that's. That, you're talking like hauling it with a tractor At that point Yeah I mean cause that, that's the, But what's the what, Like surely if it was Made for someone Like they would have it, Like if that was made for me There would be absolutely a picture of me Standing in front of that <laughs> Claiming ownership of it It'd be your Facebook profile picture That'd be my LinkedIn profile picture
1: <laughs> Hire me
2: I got balls. <laughs> I got balls. <laughs> Fucking hell guys, come on. Now just for the sake of um an Instagram post. Yeah. Is it snowy in the region?
1: Oh, uh well it's on a mountain that's nearly 6000 feet in the air, so I'm assuming yes.
2: Okay. Okay, I can work with that. <laughs> mm,
1: yes. So, it goes... So, it gets bought... This is the this is the local legend, by the way. It gets bought as a prank birthday present for a young man. Then, somehow, they get the seven feet tall, 200kg, or 440 pound thing, up the mountain. place it there a few years ago. And then, this week, it disappears. Just, strangely.
2: Yeah, now, did it... It it it's it's it didn't just fall down and they haven't found it yet. Like it's properly gone. with just <laughs> sawdust left. It
1: fell down and with that velocity, I can only assume it pregnated the next mountain. <laughs> 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 it landed in a cave. <laughs> Um, so its disappearance comes just days after a mysterious monolith in Utah made headlines before suddenly vanishing itself. So now the the this has all come down because is it robbery? If somebody went up the mountain like that is a long way to go up, you'd have to bring like stuff like instruments. You'd have to bring an axe, yeah, a guitar, yeah. a guitar for a bit of a jam afterwards. You'd have to bring several things. Up the mountain, yeah. chop it down, and then somehow get that stuff back down the mountain, leaving no trace of you ever being there.
2: Perhaps you could slide down the mountain if you had enough lubricants.
1: S- slide down the mountain? <laughs> <laughs> what would you use as the lubricant?
2: Oh, whatever's on hand.
1: <laughs> snow. The snow is there. It's snow. water.
2: Do you know the final scene in Jim Carrey's The Grinch?
1: Yeah, it would be tough to be that big in the cold, though, but go on, what were you going to
2: say? I was going to say it's like when the the sleigh is full of presents and he's sliding down the hill. It's that, but me on a big cock and (laughs) ball.
1: Now, that's your LinkedIn profile picture. (laughs) (laughs) My God. I'd hire you in a second.
2: It's like the log flume at Disneyland. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, so what do you think this is do you think somebody has gone out of their way to chop this down and bring it home
2: why now though like is it because of the monoliths being in the news
1: they're afraid that this one's going to get destroyed
2: that's it yeah like replaced by the new futuristic cock and balls of the silver Mm. monoliths
1: (laughs) We can't let it just sit
2: up there. It's gonna get replaced, Papa. We need to go on now. Oh, it's a father and son excursion now. Of course, of course. I don't know what the benefit would be. Like, how do you hide something like that as well? Like, oh, you geez. just leave it in the driveway with a cloth over it.
1: <laughs> What's that crane? Just uh, we got we got him a crane for Christmas.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, yeah, gonna just, nice. yeah uh, we're gonna wrap it up real nice. Wrap
1: it right up. <laughs> Do you have any boxers? They have to be fucking massive, though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I don't know, like, what use is there for that as well? Fire, like, firewood, I guess. But
1: I mean, it's, it seems like a shame to use it for firewood.
2: It's a massive bonfire.
1: <laughs> just crying. lad's crying. Oh, God. <laughs>
2: it's just like, okay, there's two things you could have it as. It's like the centrepiece of some kind of Burning Man-style festival. Mm-hmm. um, Or you do the most elaborate ad for STIs you've ever goddamn seen.
1: <laughs> this will happen to you. It's like, well, it's made of wood. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, splinters. Splinters. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean, I think we're gonna to have to move on from this, but there are landmarks being stolen all over the country, right? And it's just it's a tough time for us all. You know what I it mean? It is,
2: but look we will recover from this as as a species.
1: But you know what might help you recover, Sean? Some well, heroes for higher merchants well, yeah. <laughs> on our st- <laughs>
2: Connor's doing this new thing where he just does random segues into the fact that we have merch. And I'm never privy to when they'll be.
1: Never. I'm never going to tell you. It's just going to come up at random times. The worst segues. I don't even want them to be good. I think it's
2: funnier if they're not. But you chose to follow the story about a big cock and balls being stolen. I thought it was a good merch. I thought it was a good one. So it pops up when you least expect it. You don't want that. Oh no. Not the funeral. Uh, We're Hires for Hire merch to a funeral. That's cool. We appreciate that.
1: I I mean, yeah, the link is down below. Uh, You got all sorts of stuff. You got mugs, you got tops, you got hoodies. You can get pyjamas. If you want to have a Christmas evening in and get all the family all matching pyjamas, you can get them as well.
2: There's masks. That's pretty big this year.
1: Uh, why 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 would they be big? I don't know what's going on. All right. Oh, Connor, I have something to tell you after the show. <laughs> I've just been here putting shows <laughs> together.
2: Just working away, guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we're going to move on properly to our next piece of news. And this is um, Florida Woman. Now, we cover a lot of Florida Man, Florida Woman. They normally do bad things. But here I have Florida Woman and Guinness Record in the same headline. Now, this would normally not be newsworthy because I don't really cover Guinness records. There's a new one broken basically every single day. But this this group of Florida women, five Florida women together, broke a Guinness World Record when they collectively walked on Lego barefoot for an extended period of time.
2: Oh, dear. (laughs) Oh, what? That that is actually, like, sadistic. I was thinking, of all the
1: things to do with it, I think that's maybe upturned plugs. That's the only alternative.
2: Yeah, that would be a bad one. But I still think Lego has the the uncertainty. At least with a plug, it's fairly consistent in its design. Mm. There's so many fucking shapes of Lego and they're all worse than each other.
1: I would do them all as the pyramid. Really make them work for it.
2: (laughs) Now, do you think... They were maybe you know this information were they just loose bricks or was it like were they constructed to be some kind of path?
1: Um I'm pretty positive they were loose bricks.
2: Oh that's so much worse.
1: Yes. Yes. So, Katie Wells um, and her, gathered her friends Ashley, Savannah, Grace and Kat to break the record for furthest dif- distance travelled by walking barefoot on Lego bricks by a relay team in one hour. They walked 2.04 miles over the pile of Lego
2: bricks. Oh my god. Yes. That's fucked. <laughs> like, it, go on. I was going to say... Relay almost seems harder there Because while you're waiting for Your turn to come around again Your feet are slowly recovering
1: Yeah, the calluses are gone
2: Yeah, whereas if you had just Walked straight for 2.04 miles I feel you would just Go numb to it at some point But the fact that you have a chance to rest means it's always fresh And
1: and also, when you're walking around I'm looking at you And the Lego and going Oh this is worse (laughs)
2: Yeah, this is much I'm worse.
1: I'm next. I'm next. Oh, no.
2: And, like, you don't want to be the person to stop either in a relay team.
1: No, because then you're letting everybody else down. So each woman had to compete a minimum of 20 laps... On the thirty-two point eight foot track, in the one hour time limit, to break the record, and they exceeded their own expectations by achieving a total distance of two point zero four miles on the track. Um, the Lego track was created at a gym in Santa Rosa Beach, in Florida. One of the goals for my one of my goals for this year was to set a world record. And knowing the importance of community, I knew I wanted to attempt it with other people. Which, well, that seems very nice. Um, yeah. So she, and apparently they are all mothers, and so her point was I'm going to get four of my mother friends to do it as well because she says, How many of us moms have had the experience of a Lego to the foot while walking across the room in the middle of a night to get your child, or running across the house to answer the door or check the
2: oven? The Can I just make was, one statement very quickly? Go on. Uh, I've not experienced a Lego to the foot in that sense. What I have experienced is a Duplo block to the head.
1: Oh, oh no! How'd that happen?
2: Uh, okay, here Sean childhood story time.
1: Oh, uh, here we go. Sean has the worst childhood stories. <laughs> <laughs> They're Whoa. always just you
2: harming yourself. No, this was my brother harmed me. I'm uh, <laughs> uh, dickhead. Also, I should clarify, he's great. He's he's a he's nah, a fun he's time. Like, I, br-
1: I don't listen to. Him.
2: Right. So we had made little. I was maybe one. He was two and a bit. Uh, we Old had enough made- to know better. Old enough to know better I should have known the <laughs> rules of the game So we had made planes out of Duplo right yeah. um, Now by saying planes It was essentially a T shape Of two Duplos stuck together Nailed and so them. we were holding them And we were to go on three And my brother he was able to count at the time So he said <laughs> one Two And I throw on two yeah. Liam didn't like this No uh, no, so I, no, no. I just got no. a swift duplot to the side of the head.
1: <laughs> In his offence, he did say three. He did say I tree. one. I wouldn't be non- normally to defend your horrible brother, but <laughs> he
2: he did say three. This weird rivalry you've cultivated with my brother <laughs> that I'm fairly sure he's unaware of. By the way. He's
1: absolutely unaware of. <laughs> and he's a really nice man, but I just decided I took a turn to him. So, uh, no. You can't be that nice. I still have the scar,
2: anyway. (laughs) Do you? Yeah, it's on the side of my head. That's why my hair's long.
1: Alright, well, could you headbutt Lego for 2.04 miles, then, to really make it up?
2: I mean, I I could, but why wouldn't I, Connor?
1: Well, I mean, it'd be a good world record to set.
2: Is it a relay team, or is it just me doing it? Um, I think after a a while, you wouldn't remember if there was other people there or not. Do you think you'd prefer to do it in this uh, way, shape or form of like go around the track a couple of times or would you prefer some kind of Lego treadmill?
1: Oh no, I would prefer to go around the track. At least on the track you can go as fast as you want.
2: That's actually, I didn't consider pace. Yeah, that's very true.
1: You want to pick it up and then start doing an incline while the (laughs) Lego's there.
2: just check my heart rate as we're going it'll be great oh
1: jeez I'm going well but I have no feet anymore <laughs> it's
2: just I slowly get shorter as a as treadmill <laughs> goes
1: I wanted to be a pirate anyway it's fine
2: Oh I don't ok I want them to reset this record but they're hopping
1: <laughs> yeah so there's a lot of it like a lot of force has to go down
2: yeah yeah one foot do it
1: um, so that is our world record attempt of the week. I think I it can only be competed with if someone does upturned plugs. And then, other than that, these women are the champions of these world records so far.
2: Um, Do, oh, are you, have you just signed us up to walk on unturned plugs?
1: Uh, no, I don't want to, but I have signed you and Liam up.
2: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we're going to move on to our next piece of weird news. And this is Florida Man admits to robbing bank to pay for lovers' new tyres. How
2: expensive were the tires?
1: Oh, very expensive. Uh, so, this is in Lightning Fort Myers. McQueen tires? <laughs> Um, Glenn Aiken admitted to robbing a Fort Myers Midwest One bank Friday in order to pay for his lover's new tyres, according to his arrest report. This story, by the way, is very funny, so bear with me. Below is a below is a breakdown of the timeline of events leading up to the robbery and then his confession, because he goes through a bit of a rigmarole before going through with it. So,
2: okay.
1: around 11.09am, deputies received a call from the Sanibel Captiva Community Bank on on the McGregor Boulevard, everyone's Everyone's favourite favourite boulevard.
2: favourite boulevard. Yes,
1: about about a suspicious man at the bank. The man, described as wearing a gator face covering, sunglasses, a hat, a black sweater and pants, asked the bank teller what the name of the bank was and then left.
2: (laughs) Oh, OK. The Diversion. (laughs) (laughs)
1: He turns up, what's the name of this bank? Uh, The Sanibel Captive Community Bank? Thank you very much. I'll be on my way. (laughs) That'll be all. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want any money, sir? Did I I ask you? I just asked you the fucking name of it. Jesus.
2: Get out of my life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The government looking down on me, for God's sake. A few hours later, just before 4 p.m., A bank manager at a different bank, the Iberia Bank, on Winkler Road, everyone's favourite road. Ah, you got me that time. Said she saw a man dressed in a long sleeve shirt, black and white ball cap, black sunglasses and a face scarf, go up to the bank and tug on the locked doors, because the bank was locked and then left.
2: (laughs) Okay, so he's, he's so far hit two banks and robbed none. <laughs> robbed
1: none. <laughs> and This gets funnier as to what happens later on. At 4.10pm, so only ten minutes later, a man wearing similar clothing went into <laughs> a fifth, third bank, a different bank again, and began acting suspiciously. The man asked the manager for water. The manager went to get water, but then the man left without accepting the bottle that was offered to him.
2: Maybe that was a test. Now, not knowing the rest of the story, maybe that was a test and be like, okay, I won't rob your bank because you were nice mm. to me.
1: You gave me water, even though I specifically asked for it. And also, do you know the name of your bank? Quiz.
2: Uh, fifth, third? <laughs> so which number is it?
1: <laughs> yeah, give me one number. You can't just keep giving me numbers and guessing. This um, is the
2: fourth bank I've been to.
1: <laughs> I've tried to rob today. <laughs> Ten minutes later, a man, later identified as Aiken went into Midwest One Bank and went up to a teller with a note and an envelope. So far this Okay. And said, and then said in a very low voice, this is a robbery. He went through with it. We're in. Oh,
2: God. He was building up the courage all day. Yeah. And finally he hands over an envelope. Since,
1: since before midday... And now it's nearly half four. (laughs) He was gearing up. You can't rush these things, Connor. (laughs) And went up to a teller, as I said, saying this is a robbery. Along with instructions to put money in the envelope. The teller did as she was told and the man left the bank.
2: With the money. So he's a success. This is a success story in terms of bank robberies.
1: Another teller. Told deputies, she heard the man say, you are being robbed. Actually, she heard him say, you being robbed. <laughs>
2: okay, well, he's succinct. He doesn't miss words.
1: Yoda's a, a suspect. I think we can all fucking agree. Um, so, <laughs>
2: <laughs> fucking got and, Yoda there, bud.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking roasted him. <laughs> Puppet, come <laughs> at me. <laughs> 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 and saw him hand a teller a note and an envelope. The man told the teller not to hit the side of the alarm or put any marked bills in the envelope. Aiken was given $960 in cash before he left. However, another teller hit the side of the alarm while he was in the bank.
2: That Oh, oh that's fucking monkey's paw rules right there. Yeah,
1: that, that's not fair. That's just no, not, not fair
2: at all. No, it's like, it's like, yeah, I'll grant your wish, but all your parents are going to die. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's the same. <laughs> Fuck you, Yoda. Uh, so that same, <laughs> same afternoon, an employee at the Tire Choice Auto Service Center. You forgot why he needed the money. I did. And <laughs> <On>, at <laughs> a Gladius Drive, everyone's favorite drive, said a woman came into the store and asked for new tires and service to be done on her car. She said she did not have the money to pay for the service, but that her boyfriend would be coming later to pay for it. The employee waited with the woman for about an hour before seeing police search the area with canines outside of his garage.
2: Okay, not, not a great look. unless well,
1: still can't connect the two. Like,
2: at the minute they're just two individuals mm. who are both interested in the world of tyres.
1: Shortly after police left the area, a man, who the employee said he knew was Glen Aiken, because of completed paperwork, drove into the parking lot. The employee watched the man, in his own words, fidget in his car for several minutes before he came inside.
2: Oh, he's a nervous guy.
1: (laughs) And clearly, the employee overheard Aiken tell the woman that he had to change his clothes in his car before coming inside.
2: Because he had shit himself from nerves.
1: <laughs> from the nerves of the robberies! Don't you understand? When Aiken was paying for the woman's car service, the employee noticed how large Aiken's hands were, comparing them to Popeye hands. He said, "All right, he wrote the dude." I mean, <laughs> and your face—it's hideous. Um, he said, "Aiken took out a large amount of cash from his pocket and was counting out the money as if he didn't know how much money he had."
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, he's. But like, I—you surely you would count out money when pay, paying someone, anyway,
1: wouldn't you? Yeah, but not if you put it in an envelope and then you are seen taking it back out of the envelope and counting it out again. Like it looks like you didn't count it
2: before putting it in the envelope. That's true. It'd be like laminating someone and then like asking someone to spell check it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, Al Aiken paid nine hundred and forty-five dollars in cash towards the bill, He's leaving fifteen for himself to drive home.
2: Profit,
1: boys. <laughs> it's all profit. Detectives matched the cash stolen from the bank to the cash paid for at the tyre choice, through several numbers on the bills. The bill for the service was completed under Aiken's name around quarter past five. Detective spoke with the girlfriend, Barbara Robieta, which is a I, I, I butchered that, who said she's having an extramarital affair with Aiken, straight up. She claimed Aiken agreed to pay for her tyres and car service, but showed up two hours late to their agreed-upon time.
2: If you're going to run an affair, you need to be punctual, I think.
1: (laughs) One, you need to be punctual. Two, if you go, I'll fucking buy you anything, and she says, I need new tyres, and you go, I'll get you new tyres, and then turn up two hours late because you're so nervous about robbing banks, I don't think you should agree to buying the tires until you have the money for the tires.
2: Yeah, 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 like 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 buy your tires on your own time, you know?
1: <laughs> so, she when she saw the news about the robbery, um re- but she recognized Aiken as a suspect, noticing his overly large hands. <laughs> it it came back.
2: It tied so, in.
1: I don't understand why this man's hands are so fucking
2: judged. He's the only one. It's like Cinderella and her slipper and shit. Except he he has a glass glove on.
1: Um, She texted the surveillance photos to Aiken, but he denied having anything to do with the crime. Detectives searched Aiken's home and collected video from surveillance systems. When detectives questioned him, he eventually confessed to the robbery, admitting he robbed the bank to get the money to pay for his girlfriend's new tyres, according to the report
2: classic simp move
1: Mm. (laughs) Aiken said that she had nothing to do with the crime and did not know he robbed the bank. He admitted to wearing a bulletproof vest during the robbery due to the high probability of getting shot during the robbery. He threw out the note at a Cape Corral gas station and the vest in a canal
2: So he just surely the cost of a bulletproof vest... (laughs) Could contribute towards at least one of the four tyres
1: <laughs> Like, how much is a bulletproof vest? I can only assume maybe
2: $300 You know what, I have the internet Actually, this is going to put me on a fucking list, isn't it? Incognito yeah. mode Oh, um, here we go Bulletproof vest cost I somehow googled it in caps So I'm sure yeah. that'll stand to me No, and
1: now Google's just a bit scared of you
2: Yeah, now uh, I, I'm seeing one here for four hundred and five euro.
1: Okay, uh, so he bought one of them, so that takes he that would he only needs to make five hundred then.
2: Yeah, and like some of these are like yeah, three, four hundred quid, you know? And I'm sure he has other military equipment somehow that he can sell.
1: <laughs> so and sure you could sell his hands. You'd make a fucking fortune. Fucking go on tour with those hands. <laughs> So Florida Man, this is a scenario where Florida Man gets himself in too deep. He's having an affair, and it's all very just sexy and stuff, and then she's like, I need new tyres. And he's like, I want to leave my wife for this woman. I'm going to get you some new tyres. And then he remembers, oh shit, I'm poor. And then he thinks, ah, I'll just rob a bank. But you can see throughout the day how nervous he is about robbing a bank.
2: Yeah, he doesn't want to rob the bank, is the thing. I t- He wants I think to be a good lad. She
1: sa- I think she said, you could rob a bank. And he went, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Trying to impress her. No, absolutely, yeah, yeah, I'll rob and a then bank. And she was
2: like, I've made an appointment with the tyre guy.
1: Oh, you have. You have. Oh, and nice. I, I haven't even agreed to rob a bank. No, I thought you said you would. Well, I said it was a possibility. I didn't say I was going to. Like, Jesus... <laughs> Or uh, if he right. was
2: anyway Irish it would be I said I will yeah That clearly means no
1: <laughs> And she was like Throughout the day she's like Still doing the robbery And he's like yeah no absolutely Perfect Absolutely perfect And he just shitting himself
2: Can't wait Like he uh, What if he went out and bought the bulletproof vest that morning
1: And and also he left this They were meant to meet at 2 And he left at Near before 12 Which was like I'll need the 3 hours and he must have just taken that time to like, oh, fuck, what am I going to do? What, what have you gotten yourself I- into here in? Oh, I ache and you've done it again. Can I um, have some more? Um, <laughs> so he walks into the first one and he's like, go through it. You're about to do it. You're about to do it. What's the name of this bank? Shit. Oh, I did, trying fuck. to make
2: small talk.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, he must have been like, what's the name of this bank? And they're like, and they said whatever. And he was like, fuck, I forgot the envelope. It has to have the writing in it I'll be back I'll go to another one And then he goes to another one He's like Fuck I forgot the envelope again But thank god I had this bulletproof
2: vest Oh but I sprinted here And I'm so parched
1: <laughs> Then he goes to the third one He's like Oh locked at four Shit They're at four today oh, it's, a, it's a bank holiday <laughs> <laughs> Shop, What do you think of Florida man Do you think this is a case of He just got in too deep
2: I think so and he co- like he couldn't stop at that point. He felt he was trapped. It was either rob the money for these tires or stop having an affair. And I
1: mean, yeah, he's trying to impress his new girlfriend.
2: Yeah, and so look, in in that case, you rob as many banks as you need to, buddy. <laughs> this is relationship advice with
1: Sean. If you if you're trying to impress her, rob a bank. If you're trying not to impress her, Don't rob a bank. I rest my case.
2: (laughs) Yeah, go rob... No, I'm not going to tell... Please don't rob banks in my name. (laughs) No
1: likey. No (laughs) lazy.
2: What is that from?
1: (laughs) That's from... Isn't that from that dating show they had on um, British TV, like... A few uh, a few years ago, wasn't it like they they lined up all these women and they'd bring on some fucking poor fucker and he'd walk up and he's like hi and then like oh, half of them yeah. would just turn out their light.
2: What the fuck is that? Yeah, that's a horrendous show.
1: <laughs> so you just walk up and you're just like hello and fifty women just all turn off their light and like fuck you. And then <laughs> you they go ugly around fucker. to
2: individual women and they're like you have to justify why you turned your light yeah. off.
1: Why did you turn your light off? Oh, he's ugly as fuck. Oh. That very nice. <laughs> right, it's the first
2: round and you're just giving everyone else ideas now.
1: <laughs> He's got fucking terrible teeth, shitty little face, looks like a little rat boy, um what? and then like there's two two poor women that have their lights still on and <laughs> and they're just like, Well he looks like a bit of a rat boy now to just say it. <laughs> Can't turn it off.
2: The name of that was Take Me Out is the name
1: Perfect. of it. Perfect.
2: What a great show. What a
1: great um, show. Sean, that is the reference we're gonna end the episode on today.
2: <laughs> wow. Wow, I'm so sorry, listeners, but look up clips of that on YouTube. It's awful.
1: And, and also look up here's for higher merch. No, I, I take, do you wanna take us out, Sean? I'm
2: about to f fu- I'm about to outrow the show and tell yeah, everyone no, about it, Connor.
1: I know, I I was having a laugh. <laughs>
2: My light is off right now.
1: <laughs> no! You little rat fucker.
2: <laughs> thank you, everyone. No, I meant you were saying that to me. <laughs> All right. Okay, thanks. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesdays. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Now... Big thank you has to go out to all of our patrons who support us over on Patreon. Big thanks to Waffles Williams, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Ray Ging, Roisin Halley, Ryan Evanson, Sean Jamieson, Dominic, Josiah Green, Anna helm and Richard McGrew. Thank you all so, so much for your continued support. We really do appreciate it. Um, as Connor mentioned earlier, I don't know if anyone noticed it was quite mm. subtle, but yeah. we do have a Heroes for Hire merch store Linked below um, And on that store You can get uh, things like our logo On shirts and mugs And like hats and stuff like that Jesus really Sean cool. don't milk
1: it fucking hell.
2: Yeah. Sorry Connor, I came on, on a keen oh. there it,
1: it, okay. You came on a <laughs> Like I was sitting there like This is fucking embarrassing this is, oh, I am yeah.
2: cringe right now <laughs> uh, Yeah but it's over there if you want to have a look at it Thank you very much for everyone who's already ordered things It's actually really really cool Um, you you can follow us over on Twitter at Heroes for Hire pod the four is the number four Facebook Heroes for Hire podcast Instagram Heroes for Hire podcast or you can email us Heroes for Hire underscore at outlook.com but I think that's about it Connor.
1: I think so so I've been Connor Lawler
2: I've been Sean and we'll
1: see you next week guys
2: bye bye